right, everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of the Mirrorball Show. I am sitting here with the fantastic Mr. Bo. Episode two. Episode two, or as you may know him on the streets, Bocifer, yeah. traitor of souls. Yeah, a ton of nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bocidon, the Bothagrian Theorem. Bothagrian Theorem, I like that one. <laughs> I got you. Um, so, Bo, man, how's life? Um, give me just a second, let me send this to you. Yeah. Done. Sent. Anyway, guys, um, not really a whole lot going on over here. Just enjoying this vacation. Wanted to get with my good friend Bo here so that way we can get uh, episode two going on getting out to you guys. We're going to do this one live so we can get some of your interactions, see what's going on with you guys. Other than that, we don't really have um, much going on. Bo, uh, just tell me, man, how's it... Uh, What's it like is being able to just stay at home clean, just take care of yourself, man? Because I, I don't know if I could do it. There's a lot There's a lot more to it. It's it's pretty sweet, though. Like, uh, think of your day off, mm-hmm. like a day like today, mm-hmm. but like, like all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, it'd be hard because I guess I'm just so used. And it, I, I'm just, from all the years of being a manager, I'm just conditioned to... Go in there and work. That's the way Chrissy is, too. And, like, Chrissy has, like, if she'll have, like, two or three days off or if she's sick or something, she'd be absolutely miserable. Yes. I get that 100%. Um, oh, come on there. Boom. Okay, cool. All right. So, one thing you and I have always wanted to do, and... Tell me, um, have you given any thought to any Would You Rathers yet? Oh, uh, I got, like, classics. Uh, we, we've been surprisingly busy in the eating tacos. And yeah. But, yeah, which um, the tacos were very good. Uh, put a little sweet tea glaze on there. Fantastic. Just to be clear, though, like, because I know uh, we're all over the internet right now, and, and your reputation is important to you. All of mine are upsetting and awful. Wait, wait, wait. I'm a little confused. All of your what? My would you rather. Oh, okay. okay. Always upsetting and heinous. Because <laughs> we just went from talking about tacos, and then all of a sudden it's like, it's upsetting. I'm like, you just told me it was really good, man. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they were bad. <laughs> Alrighty, so hit me with the would you rather. You sure? I'm sure. Okay. We'll go with like a classic right now. And we're not, we're not ready for this. We didn't prep. There's no script. Uh, would you rather? Sit on a dick and eat cake, or sit on cake and eat a dick. And as a bonus, I'll let you pick the cake type. Oh man! Okay, great. So sit on a cake and eat a dick. You, oh, you know. Or sit on a dick and eat a cake. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that is a tough one. That is a tough one. And you get um, to pick the cake, dude. Whatever. What's your favorite kind of cake? Man, my favorite kind of cake would probably. Uh, I'm very simple with my cake. I like just plain white cake, chocolate icing. I like vanilla. I like just straight up vanilla. Yeah. But uh, like in this situation, oof. for like flair, I'm going to go red velvet. Okay. It's pricey. Well, so which one are you going to do? No. See, I think that would directly influence uh, what you thought. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, all right. So I will take. 
I, and also, <sighs> you're not like asking me about like duration or anything. So okay, okay. Do you like intu- intuitively? Know? I'm imagining that this is going to be going on for a while, and that whoever I am either eating or sitting on is going to be very, very vigorous <laughs> and very, very, um, very much a. Um, Oh god, this is just very, very brutal. Yeah, yeah, it's that's aggressive. that's what I that's what I have in my head. It, you're right. You're very right. <laughs> oh god, it's a very aggressive interaction. So either I'm going to be lipping for the next two months, or my throat is going to be absolutely destroyed. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess. I. I. I this see, could be sensual if you want to. If you think that would be better. I don't know if I want sensual though. It I just, just takes. I longer. think it'd probably make it more awkward if it was sensual. I think it'd be just... Would you prefer aggression? I would not... I would prefer neither situation. Now, <laughs> you but give it the a... store. I didn't even think about that portion of this. Yeah. Um, I guess I'd rather <laughs> sit on a... Uh, sit on a cake and eat a cake. Because then something bad's happening, but something good is also yeah, happening. Because if I'm sitting on... The cake and eating the dick. There is no good part to that <laughs> because I am losing something to eat and I'm being forced to eat something I do not want to eat. You're ruining cake. Yes. We, very much so. Listen to the Al Gore documentary. We're, we're running out of cake and paper. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there is a global cake crisis right a now. Cake crisis. And then you're just smashing vanilla cake with chocolate icing with your hairy butt. Oh my god. <laughs> And then Kelly would get mad at me because, like, there's just a ruined cake, hair everywhere, and then I'm in the corner crying yeah. and sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> like, just, and not even, like, like a beautiful cry. You know how some people cry and they're like, you're like, oh, my God, they're still beautiful? Mine would be like, a, oh, my God, like, mucus running down my face, tears everywhere. It'd be yeah. bad. I just see you, like, in the mirror. You're like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, upset at yourself. You are no longer a man. Yeah, you're a slut. That's what you are, Benjamin. <laughs> Just slap myself in the face in the mirror. Whore. You cake whore. You'll but, do anything. Particularly if you figured out, like, on accident, you're like, oh, man, that was awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Like, instinctually right now, you'd be like, no, dude, I don't want none of that to happen. But if you were, like, gunned your head in this mythical situation and you had to deal with it, but you know in your heart of hearts, like, you'd be getting in the shower, you're like... Cake's not that pricey. <laughs> <laughs> Cake's not that pricey. Yeah. I would, <laughs> I would be thinking a lot of things in that moment, and I probably would be thinking about exactly what I'm telling myself in the mirror. Like, God, I'm a slut. Yeah. Like, look what I'll do for cake. I mean, if I do this for cake, what else will I do? Yeah. What will I do for like a PlayStation Six or something like that? Oh like something more expensive. Oh my God, that would be probably the scariest moment of my life like put me in a car crash i'd rather do that put me in a car crash rather break both my legs at once you'd rather break both of your legs than to perform fellatio on a dude yes yes fellatio um i would i would and it's to me it's nothing like homophobic about it i would it's not like that at all it's just more of this like it's something that i'm just not willing to do just, just not willing to do it. I If I was going to pick to be in a car accident with guaranteed break both of my legs, I would be yeah, bring that thing over here. 
I'm going to show you the best time you've ever had. Yeah, I'm going to assume I'm going to be good at this. Well, uh... You think you'd be good at it? You'd be, like, naturally adept? Uh, you do. That's why you're. You didn't like that question. I did not oh, like that man, question. I'd be so good at it. I mean, I probably, <laughs> probably, I probably be a little good at it. Um, Absolutely. I would make it in prison. I think I could make it in yeah. prison. Yeah, you'd be very valued. <laughs> Although I guarantee you, um, I would probably definitely be holding somebody's pocket. I don't think I'm tough enough to have anybody else hold my pocket. Maybe like the weaker inmates that just come in, they'd be holding my pocket, but I'd probably be holding um, quite a few pockets. I it's not that bad. Uh, my buddy works at the prison, mm-hmm. and really commonly, like kids, like high school kids, mm-hmm. they have inmates that like skirt off and consensually do something they're not supposed to. He's like, they're commonly hitting, like, hit them with water hoses or stuff. They're like, quit mm-hmm. making out with each other. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you know, <coughs> excuse me. I guess if that's how it is in prison, then that's just how yeah, it is. I'm it's like, like sleepaway camp. They they sneak off, and they and it's consensual. They're both into it. They're they're just fans of each other. They like each other. It's boring. Whatever. And you're already in prison, so they can't like hit them. Yeah. So they're just like you guys. <laughs> you guys always you two. You two just, again. Just do the little finger wagging at them. Like, oh, you caught <laughs> us. Next time we'll get away with it. Oh, man. Oh, geez, that is, uh... I'm gonna look up another one. Uh-huh. Like the foundation for one. <laughs> Alright, so... Give me your thoughts, because let's shift topics a little bit and let's go to something that's a little bit more family-friendly. Give me your thoughts. How did you feel about the new Spider-Man movie? Oh, it was incredible. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's been out for almost uh, almost a month now, and there, a lot of people are still talking about we it. We shouldn't spoil it. I feel like at this point, though, spoilers are out there. Like, if you have not had any spoilers, you are probably going to get some spoilers. That's an example of you being a dickhead. Yeah, I know. Have you seen the size of my head? I am a massive dickhead. Yeah, because, like, no matter what, like, you, like, get on social media or whatever, you're like, it's been enough time. I'm the judge of entertainment, and I decide if anybody should enjoy anything. It reeks of some egotism. Look, Betty White has passed. There are no rules anymore. Society is an anarchy now. Okay, so that that changed. Betty White passing is a sign of the apocalypse, all right? I mean, I think if you look over in Revelations, it says that. Oh, thank you, Eric. Um, Yeah, so what you can't see from the camera is... All the mess of wires everywhere. It is. And I'm not just referring to his last name. Oh, gee, that's my last name. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Kelly's distracting me with Fortnite right now. I, I don't think you can get there. But, yeah, no. Um, the Drowning Fish. Guys, you need to check out his podcast, The Drowning Fish Podcast. It's a buddy of ours, Eric. He's a little odd, a little dark. But overall, he's a yeah, he's a weirdo. He's a, no, he's it, a, it's super entertaining. He, he's, he's a he's a bad he's a person. enormous goober <laughs> who is. doesn't know what he's talking about. But he's young. Yeah, he'll grow out of it one day. Yeah, he is starting his own stand up though. I'm super excited to go see that. Uh, I need to go check that out soon. Just see what the whole hype is. Absolutely. Like. So how did he do? It's not boring. So he. Uh, <laughs> 
I love you and brown. Yeah, yes, yes. He is brown, but that should not have anything to do with him as that a person. It has no bearing, especially, like... It does, though. Uh, like, he's a... I can't... You, you say... <laughs> I didn't say anything. On the internet, with my complexion, I did not say... <laughs> So I was uh, talking to some people. I'm not going to tell you where at. I'll tell you off camera. But I was talking to some people and I said something. They're like, wait, I thought you were Mexican. I'm like, no, I'm using my white privilege right now since I'm half and half. Right. I use whichever one suits at that moment since I'm half. How effective or how often is Mexican a privilege? So, honestly, I can only think of a few occasions where I've said something and I'm like, Oh, you know, and they ask me, how do you know? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm from Me I'm Mexican. I'm from South Texas. That would be rare. Hey, yeah, well, they're just like, if somebody starts talking about, like, yard work, something in my DNA, I just feel compelled to say something about it. <laughs> I don't know anything about <laughs> landscaping, but I just feel compelled. <laughs> Bo all right. Look at his flannel. Oh. Yes. Peep the flannel, everybody. Oh, is he, it's alt-right. It's not alt-right. Oh, He's wait. calling me a racist. <laughs> I did not see that all right. Yeah, it's not It's not all right. He's what Ben Shapiro wants to be. Hey, you leave Ben Shapiro out of this, all right? If I took my flannel off, I have like a sleeveless shirt with a skull on it. I'll look more Republican. On episode three, we will be shaving Bo's head and completing his transformation. Oh, and y'all didn't miss uh, episode one. We had to take it down. Because of how bad provocative it was we're we, trying to tone it down now yes reasonable but like the police were called something was on fire yeah. you said that foul thing i am not trying to get warned again by twitch and youtube to take down my stuff so no. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say anything and if this cat knocks that camera down i'm gonna beat her <laughs> I, I will beat this cat on live internet watch ben beat the pussy up I will beat the pussy up. Yeah. Uh, Eric, we cannot release episode one. We were already <laughs> warned once. I could show you episode one and... <laughs> you wouldn't even enjoy it. It was just disgusting. It was just a yeah, foul It mirage. was very foul. Let's just say that there was evidence against certain presidential candidates from 2016, and we were warned by various parties from both sides to shut our mouth. Set evidence. Clear. Set evidence. I'm not going to name any names, but it the last part of the name rhymes with Bernstein. Like the Bernstein Bears, the last part of the name rhymes with that. Similar. Just similar. You're right. Similar. But. <clears throat> Would you rather? Would I rather? Eat a half pound of shit flavored chocolate. Or a whole pound of chocolate flavored shit. I would rather eat a <laughs> half pound of shit flavored chocolate because here's the thing: I can deal with the taste, but you I know just, you just eat. <laughs> I I know that it would not be shit. So the my gag reflex would be like a little bit instead of being like, Ooh, I'd be there like I can do it. But if it's like chocolate flavored shit, in the back of my mind, I'm knowing this is still shit. It does not matter. But it tastes good. It tastes like Dutch chocolate. You're saying this, and all I'm thinking about is two girls, one cup, where they're eating shit yeah. out of those fancy glasses with spoons. And I'm just there thinking, it's here forever. We only watched it one time. Why can't we perfectly... I could not get past the first minute. The entire time. I'm not somebody who easily... I can't believe I'm about to say I'm not somebody who easily gags. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I think we've addressed it twice already. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I was the entire time, like, as soon as I'm like, oh, wow, cool. This is going to be, like, two girls making out. I'm, like, 16. I'm super excited. Like, yes. And then I see some stuff, and I'm like, oh, my and God. And they're gorgeous, too. And they are gorgeous. Like, I regret it. I remember it, like, distinctly. <laughs> Eric is the whole... Yes. So, speaking of the Drowning Bish being the Weinstein of the podcast department, what was your experience working with him? And this is a safe space. You can be as vulnerable as you need to be. It was cool. Uh, like, all the... Uh... The kids around was weird. Like the malnourished, sickly children. So, is it true that there were cabinets in his office labeled 0 to 5, 6 to 10, and then 10 to 12? There was a bunch of numbers around. I didn't okay. I didn't put it together. I didn't. Um, because I've heard a lot of disturbing rumors about his department. And how his office is set up. I'm honestly concerned. And I want to call the authorities. But I'm afraid of backlash. I'm afraid of another episode one scandal. Here's, here's the thing. And this is no shit. He has like a dusty Nintendo 64. Just sitting in a corner. Like plugged up to an old TV. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm more upset about that. Or the kids that are malnourished. Oh that is a good point. Yeah. Because I was upset because it was like, <laughs> it was like to trick another kid. Like, it was like a, a lure. You see, my problem with that, though, is kids nowadays would look at that and they'd be like, what the hell is that? Like, imagine us, like, back whenever Nintendo 64 first came out. And then somebody's like, hey, we got a Nintendo 64 or, or we have an Atari. Which one do you want to play? And it's just Pong on the Atari. It's just like, I want to play that one. So how is he tricking kids with that? Because my kid would be like, no, that's fucking boring. Oh, I, I think it's it's a... Hieroglyphics Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I couldn't get the number. The dyslexia, <laughs> so I didn't put it together. What is I-I-I-V? What is that? That's eight? No, no, it, eight would be V-I-I-I. Oh, see? That's see, it's... on... On Diablo for the tournament difficulties, mm -hmm. all the time I gotta go back to X uh -huh. and I count up because I know X is ten. So, you know, with Roman numerals, I know, you know, with the I's, the B's, the X's, and the M's, but I don't know if there's anything beyond that. I don't think there is. I can't remember. I bet there is, but I don't know why we would need to know. I think just for conversation now at this point, age <laughs> three to, to this. Jesus, there is something seriously wrong with this guy. Something seriously, seriously wrong. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you guys who can't see, who are watching on Facebook, we have, um, I currently have three screens set up where I can watch this on Twitch, watch this on Facebook, and um, actually, you know what, I don't have YouTube set up, so I'm just watching Twitch on two streams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus, there's something wrong with that guy. He's a delinquent. He is. He is. He is. You should see him at work now. He's. It's gotten even worse. The way he treats people. Anytime we have somebody under the age, like around the edge of eighteen, he's just like, "Hey, do you have a younger sibling? Do they want a job? I got. I need. I need people." He's trying to Michael Bay them, like Michael Bay did to Megan Fox. Is that a thing? You don't know about that, for oh. real? Okay, so um, Megan Fox, whenever she first auditioned for a Michael Bay movie. Apparently, I don't know how true it is, so please don't quote me on and don't consider me the source here. 
but apparently she was underage. She was like 16 or 17, and he took videos of her washing his car in a bikini, and she was underage. I don't think any nudity was displayed, but still, like, despite all the BS that we have going on right now, that is super disturbing. And so, like, me as a grown man, I, I don't know how old he was, but me as a grown man at the age I am, if some 16-year-old was like, I want to be in your movie, you can film me. I'm okay with you filming me in my bikini washing your car. I'd be like, yeah, look, but I'm not okay with that. That's weird. Like, I look at 18-year-olds now the same way people did whenever I was that age. They look at me, they're like, oh, you're cute. Annoying, but you're cute. Like, oh, that's it's okay, little baby. Like, you're going to grow up one day. That's how I look at 18-year-olds now. Oh, like, oh, like babies. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Um, thanks for giving me an idea into uh, how to make this on uh, Apple and Spotify. I appreciate that. I got to get uh, Apple and Spotify set up. So, I love yeah, Whenever I finally get my stuff off the ground, I'm going to be pestering him and you about this. He's really knowledgeable. He knows what he's doing. So, um, what I might do with you is I might just let you take the Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. So, that way you can have a little bit... Because I, need, I just need to figure out how to get the rest of the button set up on this one. But I might let you take this one. But that'll that. replace... This will replace that? This won't... It doesn't hold as many sounds as this one does. I don't know yet. I, I, I got to play with it somewhere. If I can get this where I can edit it because I have it hooked up to my computer mm -hmm. but it won't it won't connect the way it should it connects for power but it won't connect the way it should in order for me to sync it and actually add new sounds on there because I wanted to do it where it had more sounds than just the five generic ones uh, like especially the one that again goes all the time whoa potty valve I know it's <laughs> annoying <laughs> that was the first episode yes First episode had a lot of and your mother, which, by the way, your mother is a saint. Disgusting. Disgusted. Although I think that what we could do is I still have episode one on my computer. I could go buy a DVD burner and we could I mean, because it's like two and a half hours long of us just going off on all sorts of stuff. We could probably just burn it onto a DVD. And just have fun with it. Just no, sell it. Maybe. I mean, it, hey. He's... I don't know who would want to see. It's just like, like, like real sycophants would like enjoy it. Plus, you're going to get in trouble. Yes, I, I will get in a lot of trouble. There's a lot of stuff about my past that uh, is going to come out. Told I'm getting it. a lot of Told filthy looks. Oh, my God. You know, you can comment on it from your own phone. I can't find my phone. Oh, oh, I'll call you real quick. Raymond, what's going on, bud? How are you? Little old Ray Ray. Uh, that's Raymond, the fry cook. Okay. Oh, hey. So do not call you Ray Ray. Got it. Raymond, are you at work right now, bud? Well, I'm waiting for his response, like because it's like there's a delay. But yes, so I think we could do that. Sell episode one, maybe five bucks a DVD, and see how many people demand a refund because of how absolutely filthy it is. They're gonna be upset, yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna be in court. I don't know if you could cover the cost with episode one, like DVD sales, of your guaranteed public hearing. <laughs> <laughs> or 
Suicide. <laughs> or suicide. That is the cheaper way to go. No, no, no. I'm saying somebody's going to suicide me. That's probably what's going to happen. Unalive, I believe, is the, the new term. <laughs> Eric said, put it on Patreon because he wants it. We could totally do that. Put it on Patreon and just release it. I mean, I'm thinking... How much do you think it would cost to cover the legal fees? One million? Or do you think that's still too low? I don't know. I think that it's... You should keep that episode buried. There's a reason we're on to two. We're inviting everybody in. Because before, it was just me and you. Yes. No live. See, this is kind of why I wanted it live. So if anything happens, the world sees it. That's, it's a bad idea. It's, it's a... It's Last time it was not live, but there was just a head of lettuce and like a it was like a kiddie pool. Um, I'm not gonna say it was a like it was a little bit bigger. It wasn't like the cheap plastic kiddie pools. But it was like one of those inflatable ones. It seemed nicer, but like that's all it took. Yeah, it was what was going on in the pool and with the head of lettuce. Preposterous. But, but well, there was also a possum there too. Speaking of preposterous, I didn't see that. Yeah, well, you were a little busy. I've got to watch this episode again. <laughs> I don't know how incriminated I am necessarily in this. Legend has it that the <laughs> Legend has it that the rope and stool store right by each other. <laughs> That's only if you're in a certain prison cell, apparently. All right, so you're not going to spoil the movie. However, for Philip's sake, our buddy Philip, mm-hmm. let's settle this debate right now. Who do you think would win? Goku or Superman? Superman. Okay. He still insists on Goku. Still. He's too much of a fan to like take the veil off his eyes. Alright, so let's do a little let's do a little fan fiction on our heads here. If you replaced any Marvel hero with Superman in the MCU, but by doing so, you took off half of the Avengers. Do you think they could still win? No. Like so, so say you take, say you get rid of Captain America, you bring in. Are we talking about MCU? MCU. Oh, the whoever the entire MCU versus Superman. No, no. What I'm saying is like you take, say, instead of all those portals opening and all the heroes come out at Endgame, they open one portal. Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Superman, and then Captain Marvel whenever she shows up. Do they still stand a chance? Against Thanos? Against Thanos and his army. Yeah, Superman. By <laughs> himself. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you said that because a whole bunch, there's a whole bunch of people out there who think that the Avengers from the MCU would take down Superman. Oh. And I'm like, in what in universe? Bananas. I know he was like half asleep. But, like, Thanos, like, they were holding his, like, hand apart to keep from snapping. And it was just people. And, like, an alien lady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like... He's not that strong. No. Um, I saw some, some people on a comment board one time talking about how Captain Marvel from the MCU could take down Superman. And I, I just... I bet you love that. I bet it was your favorite So, here, so here's the thing. I do not mind Captain Marvel as a character. In the comic books, she's so well written, such a fantastic character. In the MCU, she's what I would be if I was a superhero. I'd be a big dick. Yeah, I could get things done, but I'd, I'd be a dick. I'd be like, really? 
you have this problem and you want me to solve it, like, like it's nothing. Bring it on. Are we addressing, like, your your loathing of, I think her name is Brie Larson? No, so Brie Larson, I don't loathe her. I just don't think that she's that good of an actress. I, she has some talent. She's good enough to be in the Marvel movies. I respect her talent. I just don't think it's as broad and as great as everybody makes it seem. I just think this has been a regular topic for you. It's because I do not like the way she played Captain Marvel. That's, <laughs> I think that's my biggest issue with it. Um, because was I, that the issue, though? Was that, uh, And it's also it, that they made her immediately stronger than Thor. And if you were in the comics, you know that that's not the case. She can be, but it depends on what version of Thor she's going up against. But regular baseline Thor, she's typically not stronger than him. Because they both fought Thanos. She went full binary. Thanos knocked her out with one punch. Thor was able to withstand a little bit more, not much more, mind you, but he was able to withstand more. So when that happened, I'm like, okay, if she's at her max power and she gets taken out with one punch, and Thor is not at the strongest we've ever seen him, and he's able to withstand some more of Thanos' punishment, then clearly that is evidence that he is more powerful, that he's more durable, that he could take more punishment. In the MCU canon, it's nowhere near that. No, she is by far more powerful than Thor. But I get it. I get why they did it. I'm not I'm not I'm really not mad about it. I just don't like Brie Larson. I just don't like her. How hard did you roll your eyes at the uh I think it was in game, the just girl boss moment? Okay, so I didn't roll my eyes so much as I just went What the fuck? Because number one I was thinking logistically or logically in my head, like, how did all these women just happen to be in the same spot and they all happen to hear Peter Parker go, how are you going to get through all that? And then the second logical part of my brain is all of you were pretty much useless. She ends up charging right through the entire army anyway. They just wanted a moment where they had all the female characters together. Which, girl boss. Yeah, which I think that's cool. But I think if they would have done that in smaller segments throughout the fight, it would have been more impactful because it would have actually shown people, you know, trial by combat getting, you know, forged in fire. I think it would have shown more bonds. Like, it would have been cool to see, like, some of the weaker characters teaming up to take on some of the bigger characters. I think that would have been a, so much better, and it would have been more of a, like, these guys kind of just meeting each other in combat and getting to know each other, forging that bond, rather than just, you know, let's put in a big girl moment. Yeah, for no reason. To yeah. T'Challa's niece, like, jumps up. Like, yeah, exactly. Cool <laughs> exactly. And then, like, again, none of them knew each other, except for, like, maybe one or two kind of hurting each other. And so, to me, I'm just like, you already had the two most powerful characters there, Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel. You didn't need anybody else. Really, what is Mantis going to do? Nothing. <laughs> Her whole thing, what is she going to do? Go up to everybody, sleep? And she has to keep contact with one person. Pointless power. <laughs> Pointless power. Not a combat power, yeah. Not a combat power. I mean, against Thanos, what they had in mind with the plan on Titan, I totally get. I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, you're going to try to put him to sleep. I get it. Cool. There, You know, she was basically the controller. If they were a role-playing party, she is a controller dealing the controlling effect. Oh, I, I get that. it. I missed that. Yeah, I get it. However, you're taking her into a large-scale war pointless she she did not need to be there every couple months or so i almost download dc universe again i think it's out on the switch now i know it is my switch won't connect to my internet that's so weird you see i want to get back into that game but i'm afraid there's just so much that i missed it's gonna be impossible to catch up and that game is one of those games where i have to spend real money in it 
because I want to get the membership. I want to get the cool outfits. And that is a dangerous game, especially for me who's an impulse buyer. Yeah, you do. But I think like buying seasonal makes sense. You have to play that if you're going to authentically play the game, if you're not just messing around. Yes, I agree. But everything else I don't think you have to buy. Now, they had a Marvel game that was similar to that, except you didn't create your own character. It was basically, um, have you played that, what is it, um, Marvel like Revolution or something like that on the phone? Basically, a whole bunch of multiverse characters of the same character show up. and like So you can be in a team with like two Doctor Stranges and everything. That's how they explained every player choosing like, yeah, the same characters. Yeah, those gotcha games. Yeah. Um, Marvel had one. I think it was like Marvel Heroes or something like that. It was basically Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but online you chose whichever character you want. You had to spend some money to buy other characters. You kind of locked other characters with in-game currency. But like you're going through and doing these missions, and it was exactly like DC, um, you know, online. You were going through, and you're playing as Thor doing these missions, and then there were other people coming in and going as Thor, Deadpool, Wolverine. It was a lot of fun, but they, I, I don't know why, but they shut the game down, and I was having an absolute blast on oh, it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I bought uh, Deadpool and some other characters. Yeah. And they, they did refund my money yeah. to me. I never got my refund for that. I one. got my refund. You know, I never got my refund for Cyberpunk either from PlayStation. Never got my refund for it. Um, however, what's weird is they gave me... They did not give me my refund, but then they also took my credit away from it. Like, so I had to buy the game over again whenever I wanted to replay it. But I never got my money back. Nor did I, yeah, nor did I ever get any kind of store credit or anything. So I'm a little little ticked at PlayStation about that. You know what? Like, I've been thinking about it. If I wasn't trying to be ahead of you at all the games we're playing, I was about to put Cyberpunk back in. Mm-hmm. Because the story is good. The story is good. I just feel like there's a lot of gameplay mechanics that they didn't get right. And if you're not constantly doing a mission, there's really nothing else substantial going on. Oh, yeah, on. the open world's garbage. Yeah, the open world's garbage. Like, it's so glitchy. The longer you play the game, the higher chance you have of uh, running into a game-breaking... Bug. See, what I liked about that game was just how vast it was, how much customization you had. What I didn't like, though, is everything felt inorganic like there was no organic conversation happening around like at least whenever you're playing other games like the witcher you can go to a town people are having conversations with each other and this game there is nothing like that going on it's just there, like you bump into somebody oh you better not start something and then like you can walk up to two people talking but there's no voices there's nothing going on yeah it was very broken and there's no choice you weren't changing no no i uh got the worst ending for the game and then quit playing. Yeah. I um, I never even finished the game. I never finished it. Also, there was not enough challenge to the game. It, it's not hard on any build. No. You do. It, because once you break your character, the rest of the game was broken. I had a character that was just absolutely broken. I beat somebody in a fight where you had to go fight down like this guy who was like, crazy because of the implants in his head. I killed him, and I had to check on somebody. But I couldn't complete the mission because it wouldn't allow me. Like, I'm literally on top of the guy. Like, I can see you. I know where you are. Find so-and-so's body. Like, I'm right there on top of him. I looked up the guide on the game. And it said, oh, it's right where I was at. Nothing was going on. Couldn't do it. There's a a bunch of... That's what I was talking about. Them game-breaking bugs. An NPC would just disappear. Or uh, any number of issues. Yeah. 
Um, so right now we're playing Diablo 3. We're playing Payday. Uh, Payday 2. Yeah. And you may end up getting into Fortnite. I, I, I want to play it because you got your old lady playing it. Yeah. I know Kristen would probably get into it. And it's it's more ways for me to sharpen and just keep playing. Yeah. So here's what I was actually thinking about on that game is, and I think it'd be actually kind of cool. We can build things, right? Mm -hmm. If we're on a squad, we can literally get to one point of the map and just build us a fortress with all sorts of like double walls and stuff like that. So that way, whenever people are like, there's got to be somebody in there, we're hanging off on the side outside the whole thing. And we can just, especially if we make it out of wood, shoot a flare gun, set the whole thing on fire, kill everybody in there. We win. That would be cool. It's a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of work. Got to get you there, though. Yeah, especially since, like, I haven't... Oh, dude, your dogs are destroying your house. Yes, my dogs are uh, <laughs> My dogs are crazy. They yeah. like to fight. They're very aggressively fighting and just moving furniture. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that is a big plan for somebody like... I haven't got the controls yet at all. I don't even know. All right, so... But I will... Because of like some personality trait in me, become oh, yeah, very good at the game. Yes. Um, all right. So, have you thought of a better "Would you rather" yet? Could "Would you rather" yet? I, I got another horrible one. Let's hear it. Okay. Would you rather, upon uh, your own orgasm, inhabit your father's body for one hour? Uh, you don't have any control. You're like in the sunken place with your dad. Okay. But it's an hour your dad feels really confident that he's going to be left alone. Or, upon your mother's orgasm, you go into her body. This is only for 30 minutes, and you have full control. One of them you get to dictate when it happens. The other one you don't. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Because you've asked me this one before, and I've had some time to think about it. <laughs> okay. I've had some time to think about it. Okay, so let me make sure I got this right. Mm -hmm. I can control whenever I have mine. Of course. And then oh, I... Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, okay. I'm a little sensitive. <laughs> uh, Mom, Dad, please don't judge me for this answer. Please don't. Um, yeah, there's not a good answer. And there. this will ruin intimacy for you eventually. Jesus. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, man, I'm so torn on this one. Yeah. Um, here's what I'm thinking. If I do it where I'm going to my dad's body and I'm really confident he can, he's going to be alone, my question is, once I'm in my dad's body and I'm like just a passenger, have to witness everything. <laughs> Number one, my first question, is my body just on autopilot? Just, yeah. It, it does what it has to do and it's good. Yeah. Okay. Second question, do I just see what my dad does and hear it or do I experience it to like feel it? Oh, I think you just see it. Okay. Ooh, thank God. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, uh, just a little caveat and I don't think it should matter. But uh, autopilot Ben does all the things you normally would, but in a obscene French accent oh. for like no reason. <laughs> and I've heard my French accent; and it's he just horrible. Can't stop. It is he horrible. can't stop. Like in the middle of a fight, he would still, he would maintain it. Oh my god! 
Oh man, it would have been it would have been funnier if I had to do it in a Mickey Mouse yeah. voice the entire yeah, time. Yeah, that was good. I bet your French accent isn't very good. No, that's no, why it is absolutely was added. it is absolutely horrible. Um, man, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> All right, dogs, you guys are gonna knock out some cords or something. You got to back away, back away. Um, I'm gonna have to do it to wherever, whenever I have one, I go to my dad's you go body to dad. because. I think sometimes, or like sometimes, your dad's just gonna be like playing with cars or something in an attic. He's like, that's gonna be cute. Like most of the time, that's not what's gonna happen. Oh man, you see some browser history you're not gonna be a big fan of. Oh lord. But I'm with you. I'm going with the dad. Well, you see, I already kind of have a little taste of that though because I found like whenever I was like 14 years old, I found my dad's stash. So I kind of already have an idea about that. Oh, I forgot. We have similar ages, and that makes sense to us. Yeah. yeah. I I made a tremendous amount of money. My dad was a truck driver. Uh-huh. And I stole and sold his pornography to people on the bus, mm-hmm. and people at school. I would clip out pictures. <laughs> and I tell that story now to people <clears throat> around my wife's age, and they're like, what? <laughs> like they printed it? What do you mean there was magazines like on your phone? Yeah. yeah. No, no, man. Like actual mag- like physical so- magazines. I used to have for a short period of time. I remember a stash that I would tarp uh-huh. and bury. Okay, and, okay. And then dig back up. So I got one for you. So check this out. I was with my two brothers down on uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. We I was um I was at least 15, 16. And uh we were skateboarding around um our neighborhood, kind of just going around the town. Well, we we're walking down the street like getting ready to cross the street and we find just a porn magazine there on the ground. And we we're just there like, I mean it was in good condition, everything looked good, no sticky stains from what I remember. So everything was good. We're just like Hell yeah, awesome. We're going to take this home. And I'm like, but I don't want anybody to see us walking down the street with a porn magazine. So I did the sensible thing. I put it in my pants. I'm like, it's going to be safe. Like, no worries. Well, all of a sudden, like, three streets over, I... <laughs> Jeez. I uh, I start to feel it slip down my leg. But I'm get, I'm trying to cross a busy street. I don't have time to try to save it. So I'm like trying to position it like where I can try to save it, catch it against my ankle. Well, no, I don't. It falls out of my pant leg. And then it's there in the street. And I'm already crossing the street. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to go get it here in a second. I don't know why I was so bound and determined. Your treasure. It was it was, it was treasure. It was my little treasure. Well, what ends up happening is I have it there. On the street, three cars come and run over, tear it up. I almost there like, oh my god, this sucks. That's like, like a scene from a movie. It was a scene from a movie. I felt like I was that kid from. Uh, did you ever watch that movie, um, Sex Trip? Forever ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to see your treasure destroyed I know. in front of you. I was just there, like we were so close, and I just I, I had to give my life for such a short time. It was devastating. I bet. Especially as a kid, you like feel so strongly about things. Oh my god. Yes. I bet you were like sorrow. Oh, it was. Like, it was just decimated. Dead. I still feel it to this day. Yeah. So yeah. heavy. Most tragic moment of my life. mother's like, what do you want to eat tonight for dinner? And you're like, I want to die! 
<laughs> then my dad asked me why. I'm like, I can't tell you, Dad. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. I'm just sad. I'm just <laughs> sad, Dad, for no reason. Uh, doing that ugly cry in the shower. I can't believe I lost her, 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 her. Yeah. Like remembering like the names, the all the models in there. Just talk about flogging yourself. Or like you were you were upset that you would no longer be able to mistreat yourself effectively. <laughs> you mean I have to respect myself now? Yeah. This is garbage. I feel chased. <laughs> like I'm a decent person. Like, Not this little On my knees in the shower. Why, God, why? <laughs> Put one hand up in the shower like you lost the big game. <laughs> please, Lord, please. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's good stuff. Oh my God, it's it was devastating. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever get caught masturbating? <laughs> no, it was not Bugle Boy. It was Jinko Jeans. You remember those Jinko Jeans? Oh, big flared out. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. I remember the first time I had a pair, my mom was like, like they, they were perfect right here. But I mean, it was just like a stiff wind. I was, I was tiny. Like even in um, like high school, I weighed like 115. A stiff breeze wearing those was taking me off. I would have been, I would have been like Mary Poppins, but with Jinko jeans. Were you like, uh, were you like all, like you were gothy? No, I wasn't gothy at all. I, I I don't know how to describe myself other than just as the quiet nerd. And um, that makes sense. But the Jinko jeans doesn't. Did you like that skateboard? Was a, that, yeah, I used to skateboard. But this was back in sixth grade that I was wearing Jinko jeans. Um, I started wearing like my style changed every year because as a I mean I'm still a little bit, but like back whenever I was a teenager, I was super socially awkward. Like I. I didn't pick up on social cues a lot. I still haven't hadn't developed my sense of humor, and uh, I mean, basically a typical teenager in a way. But um, my social cues were all over the place. I didn't know how to read things um, the way people read things now, or the way I do now. I couldn't do it. I was that kid who walked down the hall, and from the time I was a freshman to the time I was probably a junior, like halfway through my junior year, I had maybe two or three people that I would talk to, and I would go meet up like in the library at lunch with like a certain group of guys. And even then, like they were all sports guys and I would just kind of say stupid stuff every now and then, but I would be the kid walking down the hall, reading a book. And if I wasn't with those guys during lunch, I would be sitting, instead of eating lunch, I'd be in the library reading a book. Um, and it wasn't until I was like halfway through my junior year that I met, um, still my friend to this day, um, Frank, I don't talk to him very much, but you know, I think about him a lot. I'm like, you know how it is every time you think about somebody from your past like i should text them mm -hmm. life gets in the way and you forget i'm horrible about that i've started to take it to uh if if somebody's like a positive influence on my life and something and i think of them i'll text them i'll just drop what i'm doing and do it real quick i think that's where i hit you back up here recently about payday yeah but uh i think it's really interesting and it'll be cool for your viewers to know because that's not you no now. not me now no no um you know it would have been more interesting to figure out that you were like real emo and you wore like mascara no 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 cut yourself so I, one thing that um do you big an icp I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand ICP. I, I hated it. I loved it when I was a kid. Oh, I was like, I was huge in the Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park, I Nickelback. Still love, I still love Lincoln Park, but I loved ICP when I was a kid. Yeah. And I tried to listen to it 
not too long ago, back whenever I was doing mm-hmm. dishes and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's so bad. <laughs> so every, like, if you would have listened to my music, you would have been like, oh, man, this kid's emo. Because it was like Hinder, Linkin Park, Three Days Grace, and stuff like that. Wasn't like, that all there was back then, though? I mean, for our age, yeah, because there was no Drake back then. Like, we had Lil Wayne and, like, Jay-Z. I still don't like Drake much. I only like a couple of the songs, and that's about it. Like, that's because they have a catchy beat. But to me, like, with music... If it doesn't speak to me lyrically, mm-hmm. I don't care if the beat is catchy or not. I'm yeah, just like, lyrics are incredibly important to me. I like, song. Especially, like, I'm not going to say that music then was better than music now because I'm judging it based off of what I know. Where people now, the people who are judging music for the first time that they're hearing, like we were back whenever, like who are our – what I'm trying to say is, like, they're, they're basing this because this is what they grew up with, where we are ba- comparing it to what we grew up with. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, like to me, I'll hear something I'm like, oh, this is garbage. I but want... some some kids are like, oh man, I love this. I'm like, well, I'm comparing it to what I know. If, I'm comparing it to what I grew up with. If the Drown of Fish is still on, if Eric's still on, I, I haven't got to address this yet. I have this artist mm-hmm. that I keep back like it's medicine. Mm-hmm. It's the saddest music of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's super effective for when you're going through something or if you're bummed out. I like to get a bottle of rum and get in the bathtub. <laughs> but, uh, and I was telling somebody about it, and he overheard. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was going to be a smartass or whatever, but I told him. And I didn't want to tell him, but I did. I gave him the name of this artist. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, again, be careful with this because it's for real. His name is Keaton Henson. Okay. And if you can remember that, and do not turn this on until you're ready. Because I told Eric, and he uh, he's still in good. I remember telling him, and he went back into the office, uh-huh. and he turned it off. And I thought for sure he's going to come out and mock me for my, like, white people music. Uh, it was going to be cliche or pedantic, yeah. but I know that it viscerally makes me react. Yeah. He comes out of the office, it was some time later, and he was sullen. <laughs> He, he was like broken. He was like, dude, for real <laughs> about that music. It like hurt him. And I, I tried to warn him, but it's it's honest. Check that out whenever you get a chance. I will, I will. But so speaking Be ready. It for real will hurt you. So I saw Philip in the aftermath of him crying. Because, no, so check this out. Um, <laughs> he was telling me this story. Like, he was like, oh, I was listening to something on the radio. And it was a story about a mom who was talking about her son who had passed away. He had cancer. And whenever they'd go to the hospital for cancer treatments, the son would always want to stop at the gift shop and buy a couple of toys. Never for himself. He always bought toys for his brother and his sister. And when he would always tell his mom, I want to buy them a toy because I want them to remember me. When I'm gone, Philip was crying listening to that. Eric was like, I mean, he, he got it, but he like I was starting to tear up too because, especially as a dad, I'm just there like my heart is breaking. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. that is devastating, devastating. And so like Philip's there, like he's telling me in the office, and he's starting to tear up a little bit again. And I'm just there like, man, like I want to cry because of this. Like it, it broke my heart. See. I, Oh, yeah. I started crying in the office. Now, see, I don't know 
mm-hmm. how much he's bullshitting me. But Eric's like that all yeah, the time. All the time. Eric's like, like, is Eric joking? Yeah, Eric's like, my appendix burst. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? And he's like, oh, you're so foolish. You're so stupid for fu- <laughs> listening to words I say. What a shitty person you are. You're so foolish for being compassionate. Yeah, I, I hung out with him and he just told me like a string of lies throughout the evening. And I put it together. Mm-hmm. I just thought that he was a compulsive liar. <laughs> and I was about to go home and tell Kristen about it. And he's like, hey, by the way, like I, I tricked you several times this evening. And I'm like, no, you never did. I was just going to go home and tell everybody what a crazy person you are for lying about things that didn't matter. All right, all right. So speaking of compulsive lying, let's play a little game real quick. We'll each take one turn, all right? We'll do two truths, one lie. And we'll see, like, the people who are watching this, who know us, like, we're going to try to figure it out. But let's see if anybody is also, anybody else is going to figure it out. I'm not ready. I'll I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. So I'll tell you two things that are true, one thing that is a lie. You do the same thing whenever it's your turn. You just tell me which one's a lie, all right? I was a coach of a five- to six-year-old soccer team in Cabot. I've been to ten countries. And... I, oh Lord, what was the other truth? Um, <laughs> what I, was the other truth? I, um, I secretly enjoy Taylor Swift. No, I know you like T Swift. It's super catchy. Uh, I know you traveled. I don't know about the ten countries thing. And I'm, oh, they're all believable. They're all believable. That's. That's how good I am. You weren't a coach. Okay, you're wrong. <laughs> I do not like Taylor Swift at all. At all. Blank I, space? I hate Taylor you're Swift. You're so full of shit. No, I am not. So here, so let me explain to you. So as soon as I explain it, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, that's definitely true. All right, it's true for me. I do not like her music. I think her music is garbage. However, if you're like, hey, man, like Taylor Swift just released a new album. It's number one. I'm like, hey, that's cool for her. Like, I, like, I, I respect that. I do not, I do not like her, but I respect her talent, and uh, or I I respect the fact that other people think that she's very talented, and I also respect the her ability to use her platform for what she believes in and to make money. Like I respect all that. Like I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't get about me is I can disagree with you, I can not like you, but I can respect some of the, <laughs> I can respect some of the things you do. Like I mean, there's some people that we've worked with that I didn't like. But I've seen them do some stuff, and I'm like, hey, I respect that because that's something I think is admirable. But I'm not, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I don't like her music. Yeah, like space rules. The only time I've ever liked her music is whenever somebody else was performing it. Yeah, they cover it. Uh, people cover no, it. No, here's what it was. It was The Rock doing a uh, karaoke contest or something like that, and he was singing a Taylor Swift song. That's the only time I liked it because it was The Rock doing it. For those of you who don't know, I'm a huge rock fan. I love The Rock. I'm going to SmackDown this Friday. And if he is there, I am going to squeal like a teenage girl singing Harry Styles for the first time. Shake it off. Don't like that. I don't like Taylor Swift. Do you like Taylor Swift? Thank God you don't. Actually, on Friday, this couple I hadn't seen in probably a couple years, and yeah, called me over there. And 
I am not Eric. I am not. I'm a horrible person. Whoa. You let some other guy kiss you. We're here live. Figuring out about infidelity. Infidelity before we even <laughs> met. But if you look like Taylor Swift, we, we we would be breaking up. It'd be over. All right, your turn. Hit me with two truths and a lie. I don't know why you were so ready. I'm a fast thinker. Like you, it's hard. So to, your lie was the ten countries. No, my lie was I don't like I, I like Taylor oh, Swift. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. No, I've been to ten countries. Um, so obviously USA, Canada, Mexico. I've been to Japan. I've been to uh, France. Been to, I'm sorry. Yeah, so France. So that's five. Uh, hold on. U.S., Canada, Mexico, Japan, um, France. I've been to Switzerland. Been to Belgium. Been to the Netherlands. Been to uh, Holland. We like we drove by, and then I've been to Italy. My dad was in the oil industry, so he, he they used to live in Paris. Well, my between my junior year and my senior year of high school, I flew to Paris to stay with them for a couple months, and we did a lot of traveling. I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. I remember your uh, virginity story. Oh, yes. <laughs> that one is not going to come out on this. First that, episode. Yes, that was in the first episode. <laughs> that was in the first episode, and I'm not going through that story because you, for three weeks... Kept giving me crap about it. I can't stop thinking about it. It comes up all the time. The fact that you keep thinking about me with my first time is slightly disturbing, but I'll allow it because you're a cool dude. All right. All right. Um, I can't think. I can't think of a lie. <laughs> so so think of a couple things. And then so I'll just. I, yeah. I, I've, I thought got... of, like, I've thought of several things and I keep coming up with like something insane. Right. And I'm like, well, that's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever i think about it um so actually a little secret for you guys if you're ever trying to get away with a lie add an embarrassing detail about yourself because it sounds that much more believable that's why i mentioned i secretly am a taylor swift fan because it sounds more believable because i'm acting like i'm ashamed of it do you know that like fbi people they like when they're interviewing like serial killers and mm -hmm. stuff whenever you add extra detail mm -hmm. that's the reason they would be on you yeah I'm not an FBI inter like a uh, interviewer. Mm. I would I would get so, yeah, I'd be, be giving away. You fooled me. Also, you look like someone who would love Taylor Swift. I love T Swizzle. <laughs> look at his shirt. <laughs> I can't think of a lie. I just, I come up with three truths. Uh, um. So, fun facts. <laughs> no, my mother. That is not my mother. Oh God! <laughs> that is the worst possible choice to be my mother. So, fun fact about my mom, and I hope my mom doesn't mind me telling this story. It's going to happen either way, okay? Because I already said it in episode one, and it's not that bad. So I'll say it in episode two. Um, my mom is a lot like your mom. My mom is a. <laughs> a few moments. Later. Um, my mom. <laughs> My mom is a sweet woman. When you get her mad, watch out because she comes after you with the passion of a thousand sons and my mom will bulldog her way to getting, like not bulldog her way to getting what she wants, 
But she will be like, once my mom gets her teeth into you about something that's happened and you were definitely in the wrong, she will not let go. Like, she is super, super protective. Like, you do not mess with her family, which is how, you know, mom should be, you know? Like, they should be fiercely protected. You sound like a lady description. Yeah. (laughs) My mom's great. I love my mom. Um, One time, whenever we were living in Florida, we were – I was about nine or ten years old. My younger sister was about seven, and then my baby sister was about one years old, maybe like one and a half. Well, my uh, the seven year old and I, we went to stay at my aunt's house. Well, my mom was in bed asleep. It was like maybe I don't know, maybe like eleven or twelve o'clock, and all of a sudden my mom hears glass breaking in the kitchen, and we had a cat at the time. She goes, oh, "The cat probably knocked something off the counter. No big deal." Well, she like goes back to sleep. But 10 seconds later, she says that she opens her eyes and there's this guy standing over her. Well, my little sister, the one-year-old, was like in bed next to my mom. So my mom takes a blanket and throws it over my sister so the guy can't see her because he gets a hold of her. My mom's going to do whatever she has to do. The guy probably ended up killing her. Well, my mom takes a lamp that's right next to her bed, starts beating the crap out of the guy, just going as crazy as she can fighting this guy. The entire time, this guy is like cussing at her, calling her all sorts of vulgar names. And my mom just finally beats the guy up enough to get him to go away. Well, the next day, we come home, and my mom's covered in bruises. Stuff's broken and stuff like that. And uh, my mom um, you know, tells us a story. And in my, back in my head, I'm like, oh, if I would have been there, I would have helped. Looking back on it now, especially how, like, you know, because I, I got a 10-year-old now. I'm like, my 10-year-old comes after me with a baseball bat. I'm not concerned. Not concerned at all. I'm like, that's probably how that grown man would have looked at me when I'm coming in with a baseball bat. Like, oh, yeah, kid, you may get a hit on me, but I'm not going down. So looking back on it now, I'm glad I wasn't there because I probably would have made the situation worse. But that's just a testament to how tough my mom is. My mom, like, you put her in a situation where she has to protect her family, she will use whatever she has to do, and you will end up being the one bleeding and limping while you're walking away. My mom's badass. A lot of respect for her. My mom beat the shit out of like an ex boyfriend mm-hmm. with a half full Gatorade. <laughs> she was like in, the, in a car with him, and she had, I think she put his jacket on or something, and found like some illicit material, some drugs or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he had that around us. So she like emergency room visit sent him with this half full Gatorade. <laughs> It was orange, and she beat the living shit out of him with it. And this is a big dude. Yeah. Like, he's bigger than this. Yeah. So, um, if you ever meet my stepdad, he's... Oh, thank you. I was looking for this. Um, this is a beard balm that I bought yesterday. Just take a... A beard butter. I'm sorry. Just take a smell. Just take a whiff of that. It is delightful. Yes, yes. Um, (laughs) shark bait, I am going to cover you in this stuff. You'll be smelling good walking around the house. Um, my, my stepdad is, um, he's a really cool guy. Really, really smart. Like, I pride myself on being a smart person. Like I've told you before, I'm not world-class intelligent. Like, government's not going to come to me to solve any problems except for, hey, bud, you know how to cut yourself out of a wet paper bag. That's the only problem the government can trust me to solve. And even then, it's iffy. My stepdad, though, is easily one of the smartest people I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm not saying that because he's my stepdad. I'm saying that because... I've had conversations with him, and the way he figures problems out so quickly lets me know that he's super intelligent. Um, Very calm, not quick to anger. Very, very calm. However, there have been times 
where I haven't witnessed this myself, but I've heard the stories about it, and I'm just there like, I'm glad I was not there. Um, it was in Paris, and I may have told you the story, but the story will be new for you guys. Um, my mom and my dad, my three sisters, lived in Paris. Well, my mother, I'm sorry, my grandmother and my two aunts went to go visit them. So they're all on a bus, just kind of going around Paris and stuff. It's getting towards late at night. They're on their way back home. Well, my mom, redhead, like Irish. Irish blood runs strong in her. They're on the bus, and this French guy looks at my mom and goes, Hey, how about you give me some of that American pussy? My stepdad is not a small guy. At this time, he was working out a lot. He's a big dude. Like He's probably he's probably around our height, um, probably around your build, but just more solid as far as just solid. Just, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to. I'm just, I'm just being real. That's a weird way to say that. You're, you're very unsubstantial. Gotcha. Like, a, like, like a breeze would knock you over, Bo. Very, very delicate. Very delicate. You have very delicate features because of the coffee you order. But he stands up, and again, he's not equipped to. Like, he'll get angry, but it's not like bad. He gets up, and he's just there, like, what the fuck did you just say to my wife? And apparently, that's all it took. For this little French dude to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And even the bus driver is like telling my dad, he'd like, sit down, please, please don't do this. My aunts and my grandma are like, Amy, Ellie, Amy, tell him to sit down. You know, Richard, 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 sit down. And my mom just looks at my dad and goes, kick his ass, babe. I'll bail you out of jail. And my dad apparently looks at this guy and goes, if you get off this bus before I do, I'm going to kill you. Apparently that dude stayed on the bus the rest of the night. And he was, like, going over to my dad, like, trying to, like, you know, like a chimp does, trying to ask for, like, for forgiveness with his hand. And my dad's like, get the fuck away from me. I will beat your ass right now. So, I come from a long line of people who just snap. Cool cool as can be. Then they snap. I um, I don't think I have the ferocity or the yeah, uh, intimidation. The intimidation of them, though. I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm meek it, as sir, a kid. Sir, sir. Sir, Sir, you will not speak to us like that. Oh. I, manager. I need someone here now. <laughs> I'm going to call the police. Actually, that's not true. I'd probably just be like, listen, I have a gun. I don't know how to use it. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> Why would you tell him? <laughs> because I have it. Because it throws him off. Because I have it. I am back. armed and poorly. <laughs> I am poorly armed. And to be quite honest, even when I'm properly armed, not very dangerous. Not very dangerous. More likely to shoot myself than you. Uh... I've been saying this, and it's been getting pretty good traction, so I want to share it with you, too. We're about to get a new couch, uh-huh. and we're going to take the old couch, and we're going to put it out by the dumpster, and it's like somebody could just have it. Mm-hmm. A lot of my furniture has come from there. The yeah. gaming chair I sit in, like yeah. you, and the other chair that I put my feet in are both dumpster chairs. Nice. But anyways, this couch, I'm going to put outside, and I'm going to put a sign on it that says, free, it's not haunted. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be two or three people that can use that couch that will pass up because of that obscene sign. It's not haunted. I put distinctly that it's not haunted. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I would. Um... I didn't know we were going to Walmart today because another part of my life that I'm going to keep together is mm. keeping pieces of paper on me that say I know what you did. And I'm going to put them on people's windshields. <laughs> Little post-its. You put it on the windshield like a ticket. Somebody's like... so. I know about me, that couch, I wouldn't get that couch. 
Because I'm like, that couch is fucking hot. And if I found no. on our windshield a little note that said, I know what you did. I would freak out. I couldn't sleep. I would stay up all night thinking about what horrible things I've done. I wouldn't be thinking about what horrible things I've done because there's plenty. I would be thinking about who the hell is watching me. I would be suspicious of everybody knowing me. Kelly could walk up to me and be like, hey, I love you. I'm like, you been watching me? Did you leave a note (laughs) in my car? I would be super, super suspicious of everybody. And that's what I'm going to do. And I love it because I'm not going to hurt a good person. The only people that I'm going to bother with this this new behavior I'm going to incorporate in my life every day are people like myself. Yeah. 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 Somebody like some little like uh, Ethel going back and forth to church. She'd be like, wouldn't change her. Day. She'd, be, she'd be like, yes, I've been praising the Lord, yeah. killing people with my prayers. You know what I do? They wouldn't bother her. Ben. That ruined your day. <laughs> it would ruin my day because <laughs> right now I'm just there thinking. I'm like, what does he know? Who, who told him? I didn't leave any witnesses. <laughs> so Bo and I have been playing Payday. You know where we go in and we, we rob banks and stuff like that. It's a bank heist simulator. Yeah, and so basically, anytime that we're going in there, Bo's like, "All right, well, we need to get the hostages over here." I'm like, "Or counter theory, kill them. No witnesses to turn us in." And he's steadfast on doing it even though it hurts us because keeping hostages keeps the police from escalating the force they send in there and throwing gas at us and nonsense look i'm gonna try negotiating with them letting them know that if they do not back up i'm gonna kill one hostage every 30 minutes and i mean what i say you just ran forward and just killed everybody yes i did because well (laughs) let's be honest if i was a criminal I would be the criminal who would kill everybody because I don't want any witnesses. You would not want to be a criminal doing a deal with me because I would kill you to leave no witnesses. I would have a horrible reputation. Nobody would want to do business with me. Yeah, because it's about what, making did... money. So Yeah, and I would be a horrible criminal. Because... Oh, speaking of that, so our favorite bartender put in a new policy where no more smoking, no more vaping because I got tired of finding cigarette butts. I'm trying to come into the back door, and I have something heavy. My keys are in my right pocket. I'm carrying it on my right shoulder, so I can't reach and get my keys. So I'm, you know, knocking on the back door, and she comes to open it, and I see her do this and, like, blow it into her sleeve. Like, and I just look at her as soon as she opens the door, and I'm like, really? I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And I'm like, really? And she's like, this is why I, this is why I'm a felon. I keep getting caught. And I'm like, yes. Yes, you do. Yes, you're horrible at this. Yeah, you're, if you're a bad criminal if you keep getting caught. You're a felon. Yes, I, I would be a horrible criminal. I'd get caught so easily because I would cave. As soon as one of those FBI guys comes in, he would hand me the note card and goes, I know what you did. I'd be like, you know what? You got me. I'm going to tell you everything I did. And then he just could be there like, okay, I didn't have any evidence on any of this, but thank you. I was talking about that unpaid parking ticket. I'd be like, oh. I was joking about the rest. Yeah, see, I want to keep details. I'm going to be vague on this for like legal reasons. But I remember... Uh, back when I was a kid, I got charged with a minor possession because I went to a party and I had a drink. Okay. And I was like 16 or something like that. I can't remember, but the cop come in there and he was like, what's your name? How much you had to drink tonight? I'm like, I'm Bo. I had one drink. He was all right. Tell me you was drinking. Go sit down. And I got a ticket. And I was so upset because I was honest. Mm-hmm. And I... I may have gotten caught doing something way later in life 
and told him my name was a classmate of mine that I didn't oh, like, man. that I didn't care for. Mm-hmm. And just fibbed all the way through and never seen any negative results in my life. I learned and am teaching a horrible lesson right now. So speaking of horrible le- or lessons now, do you ever think about every now and then advice your parents gave you and you're just sort of like, I wish I would have listened. Wish I would have listened. I do that every now and then, like stuff my parents would tell me, like, man. Yeah, I wish I would have took school more seriously. Yeah. Wish I would have, like, saved my money a little bit. Like, I wish I would have kept the Bitcoin that I had back when Bitcoin was, like, a few bucks a shit. Oh, you can't play that game. That's a... I wish I wish I would have done it. Yeah. But but now, it. though, like, looking back on it now, there was no way of knowing that that would have been worth as much as it is now. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been worth hanging on to. Yeah, you can't play that game. No. But I do wish that I would have been smarter with my money. Would have been. Yeah. I but, think you're good, though. Would you be doing tremendously better? I think I would. Do you think your life would be more fulfilled if you had more money? I don't think my life would be more fulfilled. I think that it would just be a little bit less stress knowing that some of the things that I need. Because, like, right now, like, I'm I'm, I'm not, like, one hospital visit away from being financially ruined. But, like, if something happened, I could survive it. But it might slow me down for quite a bit. Oh, no. Nobody's uniquely, like... uh I don't. I don't want to be filthy rich, though. No, but because of like you open the door on this, but like uh, American capitalism and our terrible health care, yeah, everybody is like a, a leukemia diagnosis away from being pretty fucked. Um, yeah, that's true. So <laughs> we are probably going to have to end this soon because we are at one hour and 14 minutes about to be 15 and uh, I didn't feel that long I know I got some kids who are about to be home um, we will definitely do this again absolutely um, I gotta check with her and see what's going on but we definitely need to do this again man Bo as always man it's been fun oh, of to, course and to everybody watching uh, everybody who did watch we appreciate you guys coming by and stopping um, be on the lookout for Bo soon Bo is gonna be having the occupied podcast coming out um, that name is not gonna work it's not going to work. That's something that's held me up, actually. Really? Okay. That's already taken. Well, we'll talk more about your name. Okay. Um, but keep an eye out for Bo. He is going to be out there. I'm going to be advertising him as much as I can, just like I am going to be getting after our boy, uh, the Drowning Fish, trying to help him out. That's. It. I'm thinking of uh, trying to establish like a network. I think we're gonna just. Like, oh yeah, for sure. That hey man, networking it like in today's world, it's not just about what you know; it's about who you know as well. Um, so thank y'all of course of course thank you guys let's get us thank you let's get us a little outro music